the big silence, empowering personal experiences, inspiring compassion, and healing lives. We are no longer silent. We are here. The Big Silence. Hello and welcome to The Big Silence Podcast. I am your host, Karina Dawn. I'm a mental health advocate, wellness entrepreneur, and co-founder of the leading women's fitness community, Tone It Up. I'm also a New York Times bestselling author and founder of the nonprofit, The Big Silence Foundation. I'm also a wife, daughter, friend, and yes, palm mom of five. And just like you, I'm a work in progress. I have experienced profound grief and trauma and then found deep joy in life. And now I'm here to share my story, be a safe space for you to share yours. And we're having in-depth conversations with psychologists, doctors, spiritual leaders, friends, and others who have been impacted directly or indirectly by a mental health condition. No more embarrassment, no more shame, no holding back, only healing. Let's go. Mental health is my wealth. The stress upon the shelf. Nobody can love me the way I love myself. Seeking ye shall find the truth and the light. I'm living my purpose, so I sleep good at night. No more depression or spiritual recession. And every day that I wake up, it's a blessing. So breathe in, breathe out. Everybody in the house know what I'm talking about. The big silence. The big silence. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Jason Worsland. You all know him through Theragun. Therabody, and a whole bunch of other awesome shit that he's doing right now. And I have heard of you for years through mutual friends and so excited to actually have the opportunity to meet you and talk to you. Me too. I've, this is, we were talking about a second ago, but like, think the timing of this is, is really interesting to me, like what you're doing, where your focus is now, and then some of the things we're doing. So I think it's perfect timing. So I want to start because you had, I mean... I think everyone has a Therabody or a Theragun or their gym does. I was just talking about my gym has like, collective has probably like 20 of them lined up. And then I have two here at my house and my home gym. And I want to go through the history and just how that even came about. Why you, uh, just why? I was in a motorcycle accident in 2007 and sometimes trauma brings about blessings. Uh, it took a while for that to happen. But I was a chiropractor in Los Angeles. I'd had a practice for a couple of years. I got in a motorcycle accident on the freeway. In LA, you can split traffic. Splitting traffic, a car cut me off and I hit the side of this car going about 55 miles an hour. Messed me up pretty good. Um, I jumped up from the accident. I knocked me out. I was feeling my body like, am I dead? What happened? And I sustained soft tissue damage in my neck and my shoulder. So I ended up having a nine millimeter disc bulge in my neck on the right side. It's ended up causing atrophy and I couldn't feel these three fingers. As a chiropractor, I knew what I needed, but I couldn't get it unless I went to somebody. And I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. So I reached out to medical providers in LA that I'm friends with and, hey, what do you do about this? And they said, well, surgery is probably the best thing we could do. And then we could put you on some drugs in the meantime. And I'm like, okay, what if I want neither one of those things? And so I, I just was in my office, in my practice, and I was looking around and everything that I had in there, Karina, was, uh, was for chronic issues. 
It was for spinal manipulation and all these different things. It wasn't for an acute issue. I knew what each of my modalities did. And as I walked around the room, I was like, none of this is going to help me. I'm in a place right now where I just need the pain to stop. I went in one of my rooms. We have a vibrating table that we, that we lay patients on to do traction, spinal traction. The vibration takes the, the tension away so the body can't splint or guard against it. So I was sitting there looking at the table and I was like, I wonder if that'll help my shoulder. So I thought, well, I need to get that as close to my shoulder as I can. So I grabbed a chair, slid up to the table, raised the table, and I just leaned my arm against the table and the vibration felt amazing. And I was like, oh my God, this feels so good. 30 seconds later, the pain came back. And so I'm like, that's interesting. Step down for a second. I do it again. As I'm sitting in the room, I'm realizing what accommodation is. I learned about it in school. We deal with it. Every single human on the planet deals with it, but it's not something that you're taught, especially in that type of situation. So I see you have earrings on. You might have a watch, uh, shoes, no. socks, belt, whatever. No. Oh, you don't. Little, how about a bracelet? I saw a bracelet on there. Yes. Yep. You're probably not aware of that until I said that because mm. the body takes that information and it accommodates that. So it ends up moving to what's more important right now. You and I talking are more important than your bracelet. So this thing I was leaning on, my body was accommodating to, and it was doing it really quickly because the pain was so much stronger than this vibration. One of the things I learned, and I got to drop this knowledge every once in a while, is when you put something against your skin, vibration or theragun, that information travels to the brain at 268 miles an hour. Pain, whether it's self-induced or you have some sort of injury, travels to the brain at about 55 miles an hour. So this vibration was getting to my brain faster. But after a minute, the, the, the pain signal going into my brain became much more prevalent. So that situation, I was like, wait, there's something here. I found another tool in my office that called the VibraCusser. It was about the size of a Coke can. I've got this little bottle here. I put it underneath my armpit like this, and the vibration would do the same thing as the table. But again, it didn't last for more than like 30 seconds. And I'm like, Ugh, like I was so mad. So I was laying in my house, in my, I lived in Culver City at the time. I was sitting on my couch, three in the morning, and I was using this thing back and forth, taking it out, letting the pain come back, because it, would, it wouldn't work after 30 seconds, 45 seconds. And I was thinking to myself, okay, accommodation happens when, nothing, when something is touching the skin constantly, like your bracelet. If I could move that back and forth like this, what if I had something that punched the skin? Well, I grew up on a, our family had a farm. I spent my summers there. I worked in the power tool world. Like I worked, I did flooring, uh, all types of stuff. So I knew, and I was like, immediately, I'm like, well, that's a jigsaw. Well, I wanted it so bad. I didn't care how loud it was. I was going to try and figure something out. Ran to my garage, brought this jigsaw in, sat there and messed around with this jigsaw. And I started using it on my body. And I put a, I wrapped a dish towel around the blade. And then I wrapped electrical tape around the dish towel. And I started using that on my arm. Well, I realized that was hurting my arm, like the tape edges were poking my skin. So I grabbed a practice foam golf ball out of my golf bag and I put it on. And that's what started this whole process. I suddenly, this is the point I'm getting to. I suddenly realized that what I was doing with this tool was lasting. My body was not accommodated to it. So it dropped my pain from a nine or a 10 to a three or a four. And now I could eat and shower and fall asleep for a minute. And I'm thinking to myself, this is amazing. Someone had to have thought of this. So I thought in the meantime, I'm going to use this janky thing that I made. My accident was in 2007. 
So from January of 2008 to July of 2008, I used this thing to get myself better. And I learned a lot through those seven months, just experiencing it on myself. I would take it to Gold's gym and I'd plug it in and I'd bring all my weights over to Gold, over to the, my, where I had this Theragun plugged in. It wasn't called a Theragun at the time. And I would use it between my sets. And I started realizing that's why we have it at Collective. That's why it's at places like that, because using it between your sets takes away the lactic acid burn. So now the toxins are not in your body that long and your recovery is much faster. So I used it to get better. I got better. I went back to practice. I thought I'll run into this somewhere down the road. A patient came in several months later and he was in a head-on bus collision in Los Angeles. He was a bus driver. And his stats, his demographic, his paper, his intake form was me again. You just had to change the name. It was a similar injury. He didn't have a very good income. His insurance sucked. He had like 12 visits a year. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, this guy's not going to get better with my tool, with what we have in their office. And I immediately thought to myself, God, I wonder if this will work on him. So I went and got, I asked him to come back the next day. I took x-rays. I asked him to bring his wife back because I needed someone else to be there to make sure he was going to do this. I brought this thing in a, in a grocery bag to my office because I don't want to bring a jigsaw in my office. Chiropractors already kind of looked at sideways. He comes in, I sit him down and I said, listen, I'm going to show you something that I use because I went through this experience and I think it's going to help you. So I watched it help him on a daily basis. I would call him, make sure he was using it just to release, relieve the pain. At the end of his treatment, I had been gone for a couple of weeks and I came back to my office and my secretary said, your patient's in your room. And I walked back to my room. And as I walked to the room, I could hear the, the, get the gun on. And I turned the corner and he was sitting on this bench, just doing this around his body. And he looked at me with these big brown eyes and the whites of his eyes were so white now from being out of pain. And he said, doc, you have to figure this out. This thing saved my life. And I remember that moment. All of us, I think at some point in our life have these moments where suddenly it's like some gush of wind hit me and the universe punched me in the chest. And I realized I got to figure this out. So for the next eight years, that's what I did. You know, some people think, oh, wow, you came out of nowhere. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I get that. They're like, overnight success. I'm like, no, I've had toned it up for 14 years. <laughs> Plus then prior to the 14 years of founding Tone It Up, prior to that was being an athlete and a trainer and everything else. So, you know, it's like a, since it's been 20 years, 21. I think what's really cool about that, what you just said is, all of those things you did in your life came full circle and now it's serving you in a really cool way. Yeah. And the thing you said, I believe you said that how trauma, your motorcycle accident has there a, a gift or a reason and you found it and then you were, you were able to create, you know, their body. And I would say my trauma that we were talking about growing up with a, a schizophrenic mother and suffering my own uh, depression through having a mother in and out of the house and the trauma of that relationship and being a, a teenage suicide survivor, fitness was what saved me. And naturally, just like you were mentioning, you didn't, you wanted to not be on all the drugs. I didn't, never took anything to, you know, help with my depression and my anxiety. I was like, I'm just going to run. I'm going to bike. I'm going to swim. I'm going to surf. And that became my therapy and my drug. And then I got into triathlon. And then I got, you know, it's just, it's. Wow. So my first question for you, though, do you still ride motorcycles? 
I do, but not in Los Angeles. I will probably never stop that, as crazy as that sounds, but anyone that rides bikes knows that. But I do not, I will not ride one in the morning on the freeway in LA anymore. Ooh, yeah. You met Bobby briefly, and he used to ride in LA, and he had an accident on like some of the, the curvy roads in like Topanga Canyon or Malibu or somewhere over there. And he rides a little now, but he hasn't in a long time, which he probably should use the Theragun more because so in the back of our house, we're on seven acres here, but the back is 12 miles of dirt biking trails. And so if you're ever in Austin, and you I don't know if you ride dirt bikes, but it's... That's where I learned. I was I rode them when I was little. My my wife and I have a place in Austin. You do? Okay. Well, you got... It. So we're um, in Malong Park is right here. Oh, cool. And so Bobby will ride there, but he's taking some time off because he ran into a tree. <laughs> It's a rough trail. It's a very hard trail. I know. Actually, we're talking about Jeremy. Jeremy tried to go out with him one day, and Jeremy was like, nope, this is like not worth it. So at your own risk, come on by. And so then I love your connection between wellness is the both the physical and the mental. How did you bring that together and that realization? Because I feel like even in the beginning of Tone It Up, it was all just physical, physical. But then you realize like, wait a second, if I stop working out, I stop moving my body, taking care of my body, I, for me personally, I start to feel sad. Yeah. You know, people use this term, but when you're not moving, when you're not treating your body, when you're not taking part in those types of activities, you get into your head. And suddenly things start to become really distorted. And and if you can get out of your head and into your body, then you can now have a better experience, a better life experience. So the way it happened for me, Karina, is I work on a lot of athletes and some of the best in the, in the world. And you'll probably relate to this, but I would work on them. And I, would, I was thinking to myself, why is he not getting better? Why, like, and so I would talk to the person and I'd realize this guy has a stress that is not going away, whether it's his family situation, whatever the situation is, he's got a stressor. And I don't know that unless I ask them. And so I'm thinking to myself, I can't just treat the body. We make the best products in the world for the body. And I could put something on your legs, the jet boots, and you'd be like, these are so amazing, but that's not going to fix your mind. So we have to, we had to find this connection. And our connection now is with a bunch of products we just launched in last September is really about a mind-body connection, getting out of your head into your body. Um, we came out with smart goggles. Um, we have a TheraFace, which is a Theragun for your face that's really calming and relaxing. So what I started realizing was a couple of things, Karina. I realized no matter what I do for the body, if they're in their head, it's not going to work. So I have to address that. And then I also realized that this idea of breathing and meditation and what that can do for the body was super important. And then sound therapy. I learned sound therapy. You may have remembered our G2 Pro. That thing sounded like a chainsaw. <laughs> so loud. But it, the ironic thing about it is it, the, the, the sound matched the stimulation, like the way the, the thing was touching your body. So now laying there on the table, you're hearing what you're feeling. And I watched this really cool experience with several people where it was sort of zoned them out. And so I'm like, what is that? There's something there. So you fast forward that experience to what we have now and it's Theramind where there's specific frequencies, 
specific tunes and tones to get your body into a different state. And I can, I can access someone's sy- sympathetic or parasympathetic through their brain by listening to something as quickly as I can their body or even faster. So it was a, it was a bunch of things, probably just like things you've experienced. It was several things, having a great science team, having a great innovation team, people that are helping me sort of figure out what this is. Um, so our sound lounger, we call it the TheraBody Lounger. It has sound frequency in it. And you know, I gotta, you got to try one of those. I know. Where, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm very, because I am, I'm, I have a lot of trauma in my body of, you know, I don't know your childhood or what went on, but mine was so traumatic. And then I was a caretaker for my mother until she passed and like just still going through grief, even though it's been a year and a half. And I have a lot of anxiety. So meditation, important to me. Working out. Today, I did not want to go to the gym, but I went. You know, you always say you never regret a workout. I'm like, Karina, just go. And I have my trainer, Sandy, there. And I was like, okay, I got this. And then I went to the cold plunge. I have a cold plunge here. I have like a little mini gym and wellness center here. But literally for anything mental, so it's it's kind of like the would you say like the bracelet analogy you shift your mind like going into cold water relaxes me and it's a meditation and i can see even i have the theragun here um and doing that it's your mind goes elsewhere and you have to focus on you know something else than the thoughts in your head and i was yeah out of your head and into your body and i also say something to you like out of your mind and into your heart like you just got yes. out of here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was with a I was with a patient last week and I didn't know this his daughter his uh sister had passed unexpectedly in a really traumatic way and his back pain wasn't going away. I got him up off the table I'm like this isn't your back. This is something else. Let me talk about it. He's a patient I've had for a while and so we were having a conversation and started asking him questions and he finally got to his sister and he sort of got emotional. Like I could, he had that lump in his throat and he was, and I'm like, that's what it is. So we got to focus on that. Somehow we need to focus on that. That's up here. That's nothing that I can find in his body, except for the fact that he pushed it down. I call I tell him he pushed it in his back pocket. So it's sitting in his low back. But I think this idea that you just talked about is super important for people to realize you can't think your way out of anything. Trevor Mowad says this, whether it's three o'clock in the morning or it's six o'clock in the afternoon, you can't think your way out of anything. You have to do your way out of things. So I thought what's interesting is you just said you run, you surf, you bike, you do all these things. Those are all doing things. And when you're doing those things, you're not thinking. You're not having to think about, oh, I don't know if I want to do that today, or I don't know if that's something I'm really interested in. You're actually doing it. And when you do something, it takes you out of your head and into your body. And that's something that I think is so powerful that people need to understand. And it's really subtle. Like, it's not that hard. It's just taking the time to do it, you know? Yeah. And thinking of the the mind-body connection, too, even with me, with my trainer, like, she'll know when she's training me. Um, Because just with, like, 2020 and everything, I, like, I'm a fitness person and I stopped working out. So I'm like, I need a trainer to be like, get here. I'm like, okay. Um, but I hear you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but she'll know by the way I move my body. She's like, 
are you stressed today? Because your low back is tight and I can tell by the way you're moving. And she's like, you need to go to the, there's the chiropractic office at the gym and get some body. I'm like, yeah. Like right now I'm like, my low back freaking hurts. (laughs) But even as a trainer, like she can see that in the way that I train. Yeah, it's fascinating. I want to hear more about the sound lounger again. You briefly mentioned it, but so what is this? When did it come out? Where do you get it? So we we actually sell it on the website. We have we have uh, I mentioned this earlier, but we have Reset, which are our recovery centers. We have one in Houston, um, Chicago, Philadelphia, two in Los Angeles, and we're opening another one in New York. Excuse me. That's where you can experience the lounger. But let me tell you what the lounger is. In 2019, just before COVID, we opened our first reset in Philadelphia, in Fishtown in Philly. We were looking for some way to make IVs like not a waste of time where people are just sitting there on their phone. We wanted it to be something that we're really engaged with intention. And that's where we started thinking about these loungers. So we found a lounger from a company called SoSound that put their, what they called sound hearts inside of the chair. So when I put the headphones on, the first time I tried this screen, it was like, I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. Put the headphones on. I sat back in this huge lounger. Felt like I was, it was a leather lounger. It was way bigger than me. I sit back and I was out. I would dropped in, in like 20 seconds. This guy's voice comes on. He says, hi, let's take some time. And I was just like, oh my God. I don't remember them putting a needle in my arm. And by the time I was done with this experience, I was like, we have to do this. This has to be something we do. Because I could talk about it forever. I think reading it makes more sense. Theramind is our science-backed audio content purposely produced to improve your mental health and physical well-being by activating your sympathetic, which is your performance, part of your nervous system, or your parasympathetic, which is your recovery part of your nervous system. This is the experience. I'll describe it to you. You get in a lounger. It's a zero gravity lounger. So it immediately kicks you back and it figures out where your center of gravity is. You plug in your headphones. So now you have headphones on. And then in the re- in our recovery centers, they'll plug you into Theramind and they'll ask you, what do you want? You want energized? You want relaxed? You want focus? Focus is like meditation. Or do you want to sleep? And then we'll feed you music that has specific frequencies in the gamma, alpha, beta, theta waves, depending on what you want to do. So you'll get an alpha wave coming through if you want to focus, because that doesn't put you to sleep, but it keeps you in that state just before you go to sleep. So now you're laying in the lounger, zero gravity, and you're kicked back with headphones on, and your entire body is feeling the same frequencies as what you're hearing. So this company we bought found a way which is crazy, to send sound through hard objects. Sound usually needs air to travel. These people found a way to send frequencies through the hard objects. It's amazing. Every person I put in this chair is like blown away. Do you know what Cybeck is? It's a, a, it's a, it's a gym conference like where all the top principles from like Equinox and Ex- Exos and like EOS and all these different places, they go and it's sort of a conference. And I had some people that have been in the gym world for a long time sitting in that. And they were like, this is the coolest thing I've seen. I love that. That sounds like a a dream. It's amazing. I'm telling you, like my goal for that, Karina, honestly, 
is that every household has one of those where you can go and sit down and take time for yourself. Everything in, in our house is like based around what you do. Like I'm in the living room because I'm living. I'm in the mat, the bedroom. Like, but if you have a place where you can go and you know that's your Zen or your flow space, that's super important, I think, for all of us to have. Yeah, I mean, it is. And I love how the mindfulness has become less woo-woo. Even as I bring meditation in to tone it up, probably like five years ago, but I was like kind of nervous to do it because some people were like, no, that's too granola, that's too woo-woo. But I'm like, but I something I do every day. And now you see it in the mental health conversation and also with speaking of mental health, like I never shared my story until five years ago because of wow. the stigma with it. But now we're all hopefully helping each other as we're opening up conversations around mental health. We're talking about meditation. We're talking about all of these, you know, biohacking things that make us mentally better. Why we're actually working out. For me, it's not physical. I mean, it's great to like have muscle and the aesthetic of it all. But for me, it's literally just, it's mental. And you have really been a pioneer now to really help with the mental health, but kind of also with the physical. So I think that's that's genius. And I love the idea that I I go to a place here in Austin, you get the IVs and the NAD and all this stuff. And I sit there and I'm like, so just sit on your phone. So isn't that like counterproductive? You're on your phone, but doing something wellness shouldn't. I was like, can I get like a foot soak or uh, something? Like you got it. So I love love that idea. There's a few great places out here that you should have your sound lounger in. Yeah. You know, there's something you were saying that that I thought about. Nowadays, I think the mindfulness part of our lives are being talked about by people like you. You're a quote-unquote normal person. You're successful. You've worked your butt off to do something. You're not a woo-woo guy. You know, you're not Anthony Robbins or someone that you would expect to hear this from. I was with one of the top entertainers in, around in Atlanta a few weeks ago, and he talked about meditation like it was brushing his teeth. Like, oh yeah, yeah I got to go meditate. I'll be back in a little bit. Like, that, I think that's what's making it much more acceptable and open is that there's regular normal people saying, no, I do this. It's a practice I do every day. So to me, I think it's just echoing that information and getting it out there. And a lot of times people don't know what to do. Like they don't know what to do when they meditate. So what our products are for is for the novice, the person that doesn't know what they're doing. So they can get in the sound lounger and they can drop in without knowing what that means. And then you get people like you and I, you're dropped in in 30 seconds and now you're creating your own world in your mind. And it's, it's really, really powerful. Those are the ways we kind of think about making products. It's, does it work for someone like my mom who? doesn't really take part in all the activities and recovery and all that? Does it work as well for her? And does she get it? And can she make it work for her as quickly as I can you or some other top performing person? And that's how we see things. Our innovation team is, can it be usable and accessible from the bottom to the top? Or I don't know if that's the best way to compare it, but you know what I mean, end to end. Yeah, so what would your tips be? Because that is a lot of questions that I get. Number one mindfulness, some people don't do anything for mindfulness because they're afraid that they're not going to do it right or 
they just don't even know where to start. And the same thing with fitness, too. There's a lot of fear of fitness or going to the chiropractor or anything. Everyone, there's this like fear-based, like how do you overcome anything and just do and without judgment? Well, I think the first thing when people are thinking about meditating, that I think they think if you haven't done it before, you think you just close your eyes and you start thinking about something. But you know, as well as anyone that does this, breathing and gratitude is the key that opens the door to meditation. So if you can breathe and be grateful for something in your life, we all have reasons to be grateful. It takes you into this, into your heart. So now you're breathing and you're in your body and then you start thinking about how grateful you are for things and that pulls you into your heart. And if you can stay in that, it's not in your head. Meditation is not in your head. Meditation is a full heart body experience. So my recommendation, my advice is, If you haven't meditated, if you haven't done this before, think of meditation as breathing gratitude. And if you can do that sort of breath work with gratitude, you'll find that two minutes went by like that. And you know, I was with someone the other day that said they meditated for four hours with Joe Dispenza. And I was like, what? Oh my God, that'd be amazing. But he said the time just flew by because I wasn't really paying attention to that. I was in my space. I was in my heart. I was in my body. So I think for me, that's, I don't know where you're at with that kind of stuff, but for me, that's why we create the products that we do to get you out of your head, into your body, and you can think through your heart. You know, I have a daughter, she's 23. I have, I have nieces that are all females that have had mental health issues. Um, one of them, you mentioned a suicide survivor. One of them is a suicide survivor, and it's because of the trauma that she was experiencing in her home. And she has anxiety right now, and I'm helping her learn how to breathe that away. Because I think if she thinks it's in her head, she doesn't even want to go there. You probably know what that's like. And it doesn't take anything. You don't have to buy anything. You just like sit down and take the time to do it. Now, we have a lot of products I'd love you to buy because they do enhance the situation. But yeah, I think the breath work and gratitude is is a really big one. Yeah, you mentioned two minutes too. Like everyone's like, I don't have 20 minutes a day. I don't have four hours a day. Um, Sometimes in days where I'm just like two minutes, do it. And it makes such a big difference. And uh, your friend that you're mentioning, four hours with Joe Dispenza. In 2018, I was like just going through so much. My mom was hospitalized with a stroke and just this. And I'm all of a sudden just married and then caretaker. And I was just like a lot. And my anxiety level was at like a one out of 10. It was a 15. I went to this retreat with Kyle Cease. He's been on the podcast. And when it was five days, I set aside the time. I was like, you deserve this. And sometimes we would meditate up to in silence for six hours. And I brought my husband. And the first two days, he was like, can we leave? This is awful. This is awful. And then like, we got this. We got this. And then by the end of the five days, he was like, can we sign up for the next one? I was like, can yeah. we not go home? <laughs> yeah, we just live here in silence. <laughs> but even one of our like favorite dates was uh, 24 hours in silence. And I was like, this is like my favorite time. We sat on the porch and looked at the ocean and the rainbow and just smiled. I don't know. I really meditation. I That's that. like the freeway. Cause when you look at everything that, you know, in the wellness industry, it can be very costly, but there is, there are the tools that are free. But then of course, 
you got to get the other good stuff too. I mean, it makes a big difference. And it I love does. It. it makes that two minutes like so much better. You know, you, you use our smart goggles. I tell people all this, this a lot when I talk. If each time we transition from something in our life, from podcast producer to wife to workout person to sister to daughter, if there was a way to be able to say, just give me 30 seconds and you could breathe and meditate and have intention going into that next role in our life, I think that's really special. So to be able to have something you can use on your body that makes the most out of that 30 seconds to two minutes if you have it, that to me would be, I think it would change the world. If people take a moment to really go into the next thing they're doing with intention, the reason I was mentioning that is we create the products we create to make them efficient and effective. It's not something you have to do for six hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good point that you just made too, because we all do have these different roles in life and everything enlisted. And I think it can be hard to go from doing a podcast to shooting content, going in a board meeting, doing this. And like, um, it is just that 30 seconds. I would challenge everyone listening to take that 30 seconds as you transition through your roles through the day. Well, thank you, Dr. Jason. I am going to find myself a a sound lounger somewhere. (laughs) Next time you're in LA, please let me know. I'll I'll get you and your husband in there. I would love that. You guys got to try it. There's one in Manhattan Beach in the village. Oh, 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 awesome. Okay. Yeah. Right there by, um, like it's across Macy's from the mall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be in LA between Palm Springs and LA for almost two weeks starting this week. And I think with Jeremy, we're going to have an event. We developed wines through Slate Theory, which is a beautiful family out of Fredericksburg who started this uh, wine company that is actually based around mental health. So they're our partners. And we have a wines coming out called The Therapist and The Patient. So we will keep you in the loop. Anything else you want to share where you want people to go? Uh, No. I mean, our website's therabody.com. What's most important, what I'd love to share is a message of what we're talking about. Like meditation is the key that really helps your mental health, but understanding what that means. It's not in your head, it's in your body and in your heart. Thank you for joining us today and every Wednesday. If you or anyone you know needs help now, text HERO to 741-741 to connect with a crisis counselor. Our crisis text line is private and confidential. If you loved this episode or think a loved one could benefit from listening, please share. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the.big.silence. Head over to thebigsilence.com to sign up for our newsletter to stay in the loop for live events coming up and details on the release of my memoir, The Big Silence. And as always, we'd love a like, subscribe, and leave a review on anywhere the podcast can be found. I love you, and I will see you next Wednesday. One, two, three, sing it. Here's to radical self-love, the type of love that will defeat anxiety, the type of love that defeats depression. This is the one life. This is the moment. This is the time to dig in, to be who you already are. The big silence. Breathe in.